0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: About 10 million Philadelphia sports fans uh, hearts were killed yesterday by Joel, James, Doc, the whole lot of them really by James and Joel (laughs) really by those two. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. It's really hard to lose because of like your two main guys. Like they're supposed to be your best guys. Yeah, Not your worst guy. Especially guys.
0: when the other team's best guy dropped 51 on you.
1: And could have and, and and been, been your guy.
0: Could have been our guy, yeah. but wasn't. You know, they got one over on us for that. But uh, Joel and James combined for more turnovers than field goals yesterday. It's astounding job. Nine combined turnovers, eight combined field oh. goals. Jason Tatum, yeah. the star on the other side,
1: didn't seem to have some of those problems. The last two games, by the way. Look. Well, the last five quarters, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I mean, there, there's so many ways to go with this. And, again, phone lines wide open, hop aboard. Obviously, you know, it's it's going to be an all-timer here on WIP, 215-592-9494. You know their, their uh, 24 combined points yesterday was the
0: fewest in all 91 games they've played together? I didn't, but it makes so sense. So when it matters the most.
1: Yeah, I know, John. When it
0: matters the most, our two stars go out there and give us less than ever before. Yeah. Less than we've ever seen. Biggest game they've played together. And they played worse than we could have ever imagined. No, I, I agree with that. Look, there's a lot of big Does picture. that feel like it's going to win next time? Like, next time the, the postseason comes around? Like,
1: you're just going to keep running this back? Yeah, well, that's one of the – look, there's a lot of questions to it. You know, what's the strategy yeah. moving forward? Is it the end of an era? Is it the end of a process? Are you saying you can't win with Joel and Harden? I can't imagine anyone's going to say you can win with Joel and Harden. Uh, some people are saying you can't win with Joel. Look, all of it on the table, 215-592-9494. I'll start with this, John, because in no due respect to James Harden, he's not really the thing. He's really not. I mean, he's supposed to be a lot better than he was, but it really is about the big guy. And I'll just say this right out of the gate, and I've given this a lot of thought. I don't think I've ever been more disappointed in a Philadelphia athlete than I am in Joel Embiid today. I've given that a lot of thought and I've thought about a lot of circumstances. You're putting it on Joel I more put than it on, James? Oh, for sure. Because more is expected of him. James Harden is. I don't at all. James isn't in his prime. Joel's supposed to be in his prime. Joel's supposed to be the guy. James Harden's no longer supposed to be top five. James Harden's no longer supposed to be top 10. Joel Beat's supposed to be top three. Some people think Joel's number one. I, I just, I, I've thought a lot about it from Ben Simmons to Carson Wentz and all the twists and turns through the years. Some of the playoff games, Randall would lose. Some of the playoff games, Donovan would lose. Um, I don't think I have ever been more disappointed in a Philadelphia athlete than I am in Joel Embiid today. And it hurts because, you know, you go back to middle of last week and it looked like they were so close and this thing was so readily available for them to grab, and they didn't. I mean, Game 6 will always be the thing that – the more the bigger missed opportunity – but Game Seven will always be the thing that more defines the season and potentially the era. And John, I just thought it was entirely obvious from the jump yesterday that Joel B didn't have it. Why? I don't know. It might be as simple as he doesn't have enough heart. Might be. Might be that he was banged up again. Might well, Doc be that blamed the,
0: it on. I know. Like
1: coming down on. Could Marcus be the knee. Could be the ankle. You know what? But the, but that wasn't even until like I think later in the second quarter. I thought it was really obvious really early that Joel didn't have it. This is why Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley don't take him serious. This is why I also wish it had been a TNT broadcast yesterday. In all due respect to that ESPN crew or ABC, I thought, you know, did a fine job. But I really wanted to hear Charles and Shaq after the game. This is why they don't take him serious. Because it was all on the line. It was winnable. It was. It was winnable. And he basically didn't show up. And look, we'll take everyone's reaction on it. I mean, I'm—I'll just say this: I'm Joel so, shot I'm zero so free throws frustrated. in the second
0: half. John, you realize I'm,
1: that. I'm sad. I'm frustrated. Like I, I just this one, this one really, 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 really hurts. John, talk to me. Uh,
0: I don't know how many years in a row we have to experience postseason ineptitude before we recognize that running it back is not going to give us the best chance we have to to win this. Uh. James Harden is never going to be the right guy. Where you place the blame in Joel's lap more yeah. than anyone. Oh, for sure. I put it in James's because I think he's more apt to quit than to dig deep for this team, and I think that creates a scenario that uh, it's it's almost like contagion, you know, where where guys see that and it brings other guys around him down. Uh, my first reaction immediately after the game was, "We cannot win." With James Harden and this series demonstrates this because as he goes the team goes and his performances are not going to be getting more consistent as he ages when you look at the numbers this series you know the the, the wins versus the losses right, he scored right. 34.7 points in the wins 12. And a half points in the
1: losses. I don't want him on the team. You, you can't. Right. You can't trust him. You're you only going to get decline. You're only going to get declining it's results. It's a roller from
0: here. coaster, and that roller coaster is is falling apart. So it's going to get worse. It, which is sad because James was better this season. He was, but he failed yet again in the postseason because his, you know the play, his play dominates the flow of the game. And yes, he can do incredible things with Joel, but he's not the leader we need. He's a growing liability doesn't have the mental toughness to ultimately play consistently. It's always feast or famine. And I, I, when it's good, it's very, very good. When it's bad, it's hard. It's so hard. It torpedoes our chances. So after the game, James Harden, when he spoke, it's like he needed someone to pass the buck to, Uh, which again, I had a problem with. uh, When he, after the game, I was so shocked when he was asked about his relationship with Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. And his response was very clearly, like, I'm trying to send a message as I give this answer. Uh, his answer was, our relationship is okay. Like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah. as, as as obvious as you're trying to send a message. Look, if he wants to go, just go. Because I don't want you to hear anything. I don't want you to hear I want anyway. him to go. I agree I, I want him out. Uh, I wondered at that moment, is he going to be making the argument? Is James Harden going to be making the argument behind closed doors to Daryl Morey that Doc handcuffed him and a better coach could have made a difference in this series? You know, after the game, Doc talked about – I think it was after the game. uh, He didn't always put James in the best position for James this year. They asked him to do new things, and I wonder if that's a sticking point. I I wonder if that's what James is going to come back to and say – Hey, this is our conversation. We, Doc asked me to do too much. Doc asked me to step too far outside my comfort zone. I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna blame Doc Rivers. John, I'm I blame actually, Joe I actually
1: thought. I actually thought Doc Rivers fell on some grenades after the game yesterday. I think Doc Rivers has every right. And listen, I'm not absolving Doc, but I thought. Joel Embiid and James Harden were so much more culpable for this thing falling apart than Doc Rivers. If I'm Doc Rivers, I'm I'm looking at Daryl okay. Morey and, and the owner who probably is going to fire him, and I'm looking I at him. So. I'm looking at him and saying, you know what, guys, good luck, have at it, because if this is if this is it, it, it's a heart issue. Like I, I can't believe we're saying this. It's it's actually a heart issue. It's it's not even really a talent issue. I mean, when in when in sports are you going to win? when it's a heart issue it's it's actually a heart issue they don't have enough heart you know, the coach knows it i think we yeah. all we all know it there, there's a there's an untrustability element to this whole well, thing well he talks
0: about trust all the time well
1: i mean but how-, how but how can you i mean it's 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 a good word to lean into to try to establish a thing but when push came to shove they toppled right on over again and john i think it's mainly because of the main guy don't get me wrong i'm not absolving harden at all i just expected a lot less from james harden The reason my heart's cracked in half today, like the Liberty Bell, is because I expect it more from Joel. They need it more from Joel. This wasn't a matter of James Harden versus Jason Tatum. This was a matter of Joel Embiid versus Jason Tatum. And it wasn't even close. Look, we'll take we'll take your phone calls all show. I I mean we can rant and rave, we can we can throw our hands in the air, we can be sad, we can be whatever you want to be. It's to me it's all the above. You know, I think it's uh, freaking disgrace. I
0: think a really interesting question though is Who's easier to replace the coach? We we know that something needs to change. No question. Who's easier to replace the coach or the max player? Both of them. Uh, well, I think the coach if, is if easier you're, to if replace right talk, now. You're... When you got Nick Nick Nurse out there, you got yeah. Mike Budenholzer yeah. out there, you got Monty Williams, yeah, the twenty twenty two Coach of the Year. But you don't out ha- there. you don't actually want Harden back, right? No.
1: So what's the point? What I wanted. I, make?
0: I definitely need and want a new coach. I definitely want a new point guard. I'm cautious about overreacting to James. I despise the way James plays, but I wonder if there a, a different coach could bring more out of James. Well, I know he's got – No, I think you're looking at it wrong there, John. Look, I, I hate what he did yesterday. No, no, But no. I think he's going to make I, – I think he's going to make the point behind closed doors that a different coach could get more out of Let him.
1: Let him make it, and I'll laugh at him and say, Bye-bye.
0: See you, dude. So you're saying bring just Joel back. It's
1: Joel. You're bringing Joel back. And really? It does, and it doesn't even you mean want you him trust back? him. Yeah, I do. Huh. No, it doesn't mean you trust him, but yes, I want Joel back. Absolutely. Look, I
0: don't trust him either. Yeah, but you can't. It's but it's Joel Embiid. But man. I don't
1: want to go back to winning 17 games. Better? I mean, because I, I, if you trade Joel, then you might as well trade Maxine and then you're back to winning 17 games, and I'm just not in the mood for that.